for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue And I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hello everyone, it's John here today for another Cold Shots bonus episode. I think it's the 18th one. Um, I'm doing this a little bit out of order, so I think it's the 18th one. Um, today, um, doing another one. This is one of my cans that I picked up last year. Um, I picked this up when I was in, uh, in Quebec. This is actually by another uh, microbrasserie that I talked about on a 13th, I think, Cold Shots bonus episode. Uh, this is by uh, Rocumont, uh, which is a... Um, kind of like a spot in Quebec. It's sort of like a hotel, restaurant, lodge, um, and they also have a microbrasserie. They make their own beer as well there too, and some of this is also for sale uh, nearby. So I, I spent time, I would say, check out episode uh, The Cold Shots 13 because I talked a little bit about that. It's located in, uh, in Saint-Raymond, uh, Quebec, um, and this one is a different beer this time around. I've can't remember the exact one I did last time. Um, if I remember correctly, it was named after a trail. Uh, this one is uh, La Saint-Raymond, uh, New England IPA. Um, they have a description on this can, too. They say, uh, uh, I should note, it's all it's all in French, but uh, they the top part of the can, the description, talks a little bit about uh, sort of the history of the region as kind of a destination for all sorts of winter activities and kind of referring to uh, Rocamon in the region uh, specifically as being a, a great spot for a restaurant and, and for all sorts of stuff. And they also have a little description about the beer itself. Also in French, they talk about how it's opaque. Um, they describe uh, it having citra and galaxy hops and also having aromas and flavors of peach, uh, passion fruit as well. Um, so this is going to be, I think, a very, from what I read, I'm expecting something very sweet. It's, a, of course, a New England IPA. Um, I, I'll just get into the can score. I absolutely love this can. I liked their last can. What I like about it, too, is there's just so much detail going on. The artwork on it is absolutely beautiful uh, with the skidoo coming through the, the trail. Um, I picked this can up. We were staying near St. Raymond, and it, it looks just like that area. Um, beautiful winter scenes. I love the little map they put on it so you can actually kind of see where you're located relative to the uh, local highways. And I love all the, the technical detail on it of the description of the beer and everything. It just The can itself feels solid, like the sticker on it um, feels... Um, just like it has like a bit of uh, a friction to it. It, it's, it feels nice to hold. It doesn't feel cheap. Um, so I'm going to go really, I'm going to go nine and a half. I think this can absolutely whips really, really great. And uh, I guess now I'll get into it. I'll crack it. I've, again, I've never had this before. This is a first attempt. Um, so I'll just go ahead. And as I always do on these bonus ones, I'll probably stop it to, to finish the beer and then I'll resume the recording and then let you know how I feel. So let's go ahead and uh, three, two, one, crack them. Ooh, good crack! Oh, it's pretty foamy. Oh, yeah, we're foaming up pretty bad. Okay, I think I think I think I saved it. I saw the foam rise up. It was uh, looking a little treacherous, but we're good. I should know. I've had this beer for I think close to uh, close to a year now. It's probably just a little bit over a year. So, um, it was pretty foamy when I first cracked it. it bubbled up. Smelling it smells very nice. I'm smelling the. It smells very hoppy. I'm smelling the kind of peach and passion fruit as they describe. Smells very mild. Definitely some opacity here. It's golden yellow, but it's kind of not not too. I wouldn't really describe it as like hazy, but it's just uh, yeah, I guess a little bit hazy. It's I can't really see through it. The head is quite significant though. Um, pretty solid carbonation. I'm gonna pour uh, some more into this glass. 
and I, I have to be careful because this is very, very carbonated. Again, this might be a victim of I had this can for a very long time, um, but this has also been sitting in my fridge for, oh my goodness, for many months. So um, this is quite crispy and quite cold. So I'm going to let it settle just a little bit, but I will say on, on, on smell, smells very good. Um, I'll go ahead now and, and take a sip. Mmm, it's um, it's quite strong. I, I I forgot to mention this is a seven point one percent, and I definitely taste the strength of it. Um, much more bitter than I was expecting too. Um, I was expecting something a little bit more. I I guess uh, like sweeter. Um, maybe that's just I didn't read that in the translation. Um, but it's definitely I'm, I'm definitely getting kind of the flavors they describe in it. Um. I think um, you're, you're getting. I, I I find it more in the smell, to be honest. Like I'm I'm not getting um, as much of of like everything that I thought, like the passion fruit and. Um, but you're definitely getting a little bit of the hop flavor. Um, not not much malt actually. It's very very hoppy. I would say, um, you know, compared to compared to what I would expect um, from something else. But otherwise, it's it's so far it's a very clean finish. Um, you know, we're getting. Um, some citrus flavor, but again, it's. I guess I was expecting more combination of flavors. The cit the citrus in this is very mild. It's very hoppy. Um, but doesn't feel kind of doesn't have that kind of dry dry pineness that you kind of get with other other pale ales. Um, but very refreshing. Um, has a very bitter aftertaste. I gotta say that I do not. I'm not a big fan of the aftertaste of this one. It has kind of this very bitter. Uh, grainy taste. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep drinking this, and then I'll I'll let you know my thoughts. So I I've been drinking this beer, and I gotta say it's it's okay. It's I'm I'm not the biggest fan of it. I, I find like the the flavor in it, uh, the hops are there's something about the hops. It's just maybe it's not the balance in it, or just something to do with the malt or ingredients. It's it's not really sitting well with me, but um, and it's also not as flavorful as I was kind of hoping for. It's a little bit thin, very strong as well too. Um, but you know, it's, it's not, I wouldn't call it terrible. So taste wise, I'm going to go, go ahead and give this one a six and I'm also going to give it a six for recommendation. Again, love the can, love the information behind it. Um, if you like pale ales, if you love them, then gotta try it, I suppose, but isn't one I would probably rush out to recommend. So overall we're sitting with this beer at a 7.8. The can really did some heavy lifting on this one. Was not a huge fan of it. So, um, I gotta say, I did like. I think I liked the other one, um, maybe a little bit more, if I if I recall. I would probably have the other one compared to this one myself, but um, nothing terrible. I gotta say, but um, I would be interested to try some more of their uh, beers. And I mean, I I believe if you go to their spot at Brokemont, you could probably get um, some of their beers on draft or or elsewhere. So, thanks for listening, folks. I'll have more of these bonus episodes to come. Sprinkle them in on the schedule here and there. Stay tuned, and I'll see you again. Bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R-I-V-E-T. And you can also find us on social media. Our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pints, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pints Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out.